The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, using a new word on my friend Mike Fiella. Mike Fiella, good afternoon here on the East Coast. Good morning in the Central Time Zone. Steve Tiber with you. How are you? I'm doing great. It is good to be with you. And, uh, you know, it seems like these weeks are just going by and so, so, so much is going on. Yes. So uh, we, we, we got to just jump right into today and we'll see what's uh, what's happening. Yeah, a lot is happening. Fall is in the air, right, here as we uh, oh, yeah. are here in the middle of the month of October. Mike, it has been busy for eight days of hope. I want to welcome our listeners across the country for joining in again this week. We try to share some God's side stories from the mission field. And right now, Eight Days of Hope is really, um, we're in the middle of a major project in Louisiana in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, Mike. We've been oh there. Yeah. Uh, we're going on what? Week number seven. Seven weeks. In a row. And volunteers. <laughs> eight, eight Days of Hope. We need to change it to seven weeks of hope. <laughs> uh, the volunteers. So today, well, we're in Kenner, Louisiana. Okay. We've already been to Mandeville. We've already been to Laplace, tarpon roofs, feeding families, doing chainsaw work. And today we're going to speak to one of our volunteer leaders, Tom Ames from Longview, Texas, who's been with us for multiple years. He's down there. He's going to give us a fresh look at what God is doing down in Louisiana. So give us some of the numbers. I know you've got to have them on top of your head, how many families have been... uh homes have been tarped how many volunteers have, have showed up because that's a, that's a lot a, a lot of time seven weeks of uh, work you know that is a lot of time and, and being primarily a volunteer-led organization as a matter of fact right now in Kenner um, no staff members are down there we've got five staff members but God has blessed us with 43,000 volunteers who serve with us from around the country mm, wow. we help out families right after natural disasters or we come back six to 12 months later and we we, we rebuild homes for free because of natural disasters. Um, that's the big part of the ministry that's been going on for about 16 years. More about the other part in a minute. But to your point, Mike, about 600 volunteers have traveled in Louisiana with us during a pandemic. So we've had to do some things Incredible. a little bit differently. We do. But God is, I mean, he is shining through his people, Mike. We have tarped hundreds of roofs. We have helped out hundreds of families removing trees off their homes, off their fences, off their property. Uh, we have mucked out homes that flooded in Laplace. Uh, we, we distributed over 6,000 meals to families in need Wait, when there was no 6, power in Laplace. 6,000 meals. Have you ever made 6,000 meals, Mike? Absolutely not. I made <laughs> two or three and they're going to run the other way. Like, what is this? <laughs> you, know? I, you know, I was calculating three meals a day times 365 days is about 1,000 meals a year. So that's like you eating oh for six years uh, nonstop. <laughs> that would, You'd have to you, roll me into the on. station. <laughs> well, you, no, we need a forklift or something like that. Bring you in, brother. But I'll tell you, it is. It's been amazing what God has been doing. We sure. have just been so blessed. The 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 prayer warriors out there that are praying for the eight old volunteer family. Thank you for those who have volunteered. Wow, hats off! Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we're going to be you. talking to Tom Ames in a minute. And those who have donated, you know, it's been really unique, Mike. We made a commitment to the the, the donor pool out there. Those who have sown into Eight Days of Hope, we're a nonprofit. Um, we're a ministry um, first and foremost. Uh, we're ECFA certified, which means that a third party, a Christian organization, verifies uh, that we are sure. doing everything 
uh, on We're the supposed to do yeah right? exactly. <laughs> and so, if you sow into the ministry of Eight Days of Hope today, every penny you donate. We will use wherever you want us to use it. And right now, we have two things going on. We're in Louisiana, helping off to Hurricane Ida. So if you can go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, I'll give you our mailing address if you want to mail in a check. Just in the memo line, put Hurricane Ida. Or put safe houses, because today, Mike, Mm -hmm. we just wrapped up the last two weeks. I was there last week. Yes. Our seventh safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking. Well, you sent me that picture, and I was in tears, because, you know... Not because of the building, what that is going to mean to that community and to those that have been rescued from sex trafficking. Putting families together yes. and helping them get acclimated back into society is exciting. So I know sex trafficking, it's a tough subject to talk about. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. And Eight Days of Hope partnered with Call to Freedom in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we just finalized building a a 13,000-square-foot mm, facility. It has 12 apartments. And so when ladies get rescued from trafficking, they need emotional, physical, and spiritual help. And we want to partner with ministries that provide that at no charge for multiple years. Mm-hmm. It's not a quick, It's not a quick. put a Band-Aid, stitch somebody up, take two aspirin, you're good. I mean, this is a long, this is a sure. long uh, a journey for those who've been rescued. And and so some of these who've been rescued, some of these ladies have been rescued, they have children right. who've maybe been taken from them or mm-hmm. they're somewhere else. Well, we wanted to build a facility with a ministry that would provide an apartment, a two and three bedroom apartment for those who've been rescued who have children so they can be reunited, so they can start the journey together, Mike. Fantastic. Together. Fantastic. And and if when we do, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's gonna be a future show, talking about this more just the fact that yes they're in this house with their family which is so much needed but it's the aftercare too the continual aftercare that this ministry provides so these uh these uh women can get back into society you know if if you go to our website eightdayshope.com and by the way a brand new website unveiling just a week ago so check out the new website a lot of good stuff on there but last week we had becky rasmussen on the show she is the executive director of call to freedom and she's been she's been sharing uh, you can go back to that that broadcast on our website and listen to becky explain a little bit more, more about call to freedom but mike i was out there last week with you know adam hames and hannah fletcher and so many of those skilled volunteers, they were working nonstop. I actually got on the roof, Mike. Did you really? I did. What did you do once you got I took there? some pictures <laughs> of, of, okay. those, of those people on the roof. went the safe route then. Yeah. Well, I had my pretty boy shoes on. That's what that's what they were calling them because you're supposed to wear rubber soles. And, and I was going to go on the roof and work for a couple hours. But we had a couple appointments that kind of came to be, and they were important appointments. So mm-hmm. um, I went up there, and one of our volunteers said, Steve, you got some pretty boy shoes on. I said, well, I don't know if they're pretty boy shoes, but he said, be careful up here. One of our friends from Mississippi down there. So, oh, I love um, it. I love it was it. amazing, though. It's an amazing project. Like. Sure. Got to get down there. I really do. Um, again, seeing the building and thinking that, you know, the uh, three bedrooms, two bedrooms, yes. one bedrooms, you know, I mean, and I, I, I think about those that have been rescued and been separated from their kids. That's mm. so hard. I mean, what they went through was already heart-wrenching enough. Sure, sure. But then, I mean, your kids, it's your kids, and you're yeah. able I, I could just picture the joy, I guess you'd say, when they're reunited and be able to stay and be uh, rehabilitated. So so those who've been rescued and their children, they can live there for two years at no charge. And while they're there, all of them are getting emotional physical and spiritual support from Call to Freedom. So if you feel drawn to either helping us out as we deal with the natural disasters, 
Hurricane Ida, right? This year we've already been to Kentucky and Alabama and Mississippi and Iowa and New York and Texas and Louisiana. Um, make a donation, please, 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 100%. Every penny you donate will be passed through to families in need. Our partners, and there's 14 of them on our website, they cover our fixed costs. If you want to make a donation, help out with the Safe House arm of the ministry of 8 Days of Hope. You can do that online at 8daysofhope.com. You can become a monthly partner. We really treasure those monthly partners, Mike, because Absolutely. those monthly partners that sow in $10 or $25 or $50 or $100 every single month, uh, they're making an impact that sure. they'll never know. You know, what's exciting, and to reiterate what you just said, if you donate today, every single penny goes, every to, penny. goes to the front, right? Or whatever you designate it to be. Yeah. And uh, because of our fixed uh, partners. So that's awesome. Yeah, our partners covering our fixed costs, not our fixed, fixed costs. Partners. Wait a minute. Yeah. I, I, Come on I, I do that all the time. Dude, but... you got to have some more coffee this morning. Okay, one more. No, I'm going to take you. a sip. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, if you want to mail a donation, you can mail it to P.O. Box 3208, 3208, Tupelo, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi. Tupelo, Mississippi, MS 38803. And that address is on our Facebook page and on our website as well. Mike, today we're going to be talking to Tom Ames. Tom is from Texas, and he's been in Kenner. And when I reached out to him this week about possibly being a part of this broadcast, he was really excited. He has traveled multiple mm. states with Eight Days of Hope. And um, we're, you're going to enjoy uh, talking to Tom. He's a great guy. I'm looking guy. forward to meeting him. Yeah. Great, great guy. Hey, we are so thankful that you are joining us this morning. I want to give a shout out to some of our national partners like Covenant Church in the Dallas, Texas area. Uh, we love our friends in Coven at Covenant Church. Uh, they not only pray for us and support and provide resources, but they travel with us. I mean, there's uh, some of the, some of those volunteers from Covenant Church are down in in in, uh, in Kenner this morning. I also want to give a shout out to New Point Community Church in Ohio. Uh, Pastor Dwight Mason and his team has been with us, Mike, since day one. Mm. They Amazing. Won. And Amazing. you know, out, out of our 181 volunteer leaders, I think 14 of them go to New Point Community Church. Really? So that church has always <laughs> been instrumental. And I also want to give a shout out to the Barnes Crossing Auto Group. They're based out of Tupelo, Mississippi. Uh, they have, uh, I think, 12 different dealerships in multiple states. Uh, Barnes Crossing Auto Group. Love those uh men and women down there that work there. Uh, if you're looking for a car, check out Barnes Cross. You know, I don't care mm. where you live these days. People buy differently these days, Mike, with everything going on with COVID. So somebody from New York can buy a car from Mike, you can do that. We can make can that happen that? today. Oh, Corvette? <laughs> no. Could, no. Mike, 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 you were a pastor for 30 years. Come on, man. Come on. Just, I know enough about you. No, you know, just kidding. You and I, we have working bikes. As long as we have a bike, can get down the road, right? To go from point A to point absolutely, B. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Corvette. That's funny. That's funny. Hey, thank you for joining us today. You're either listening uh, in Western New York, Southern Ontario on WDCX, 110,000 watts Whoa. of power here in Western New York, Southern Ontario, and also American Family Radio across the country. 200 different markets are tuning in today, again, to learn more about the ministry of 8 Days of Hope. Go to mm. 8daysofhope.com. 200 markets? We better make sure that this is a good show today. I hope they... <laughs> Mike, we try to make it a good show every oh, week. Oh, we do, we, we, we do. Try, try. Hey, when we come back in a minute, we're going to be talking to Tom Ames, one of our leaders. He's in Kenner, Louisiana, helping those in need after Hurricane Ida on week number seven here with 8 Days of Hope. We'll be back in just a second. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. 
Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting Eight Days of Hope, please click on the donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting Eight Days of Hope today. Zach Williams. You like Zach. He's a tall dude. Yeah. I I don't know if you've been around him, but, um, and I think I've mentioned this once before at Kingdom Bound, a Mm -hmm. Christian music festival up in New York State. He, um, yeah, he, uh, he, he shows up and he's, he's like, um, he's tall. Yeah. And he's, he's quiet. Well, but, but boy, he can write some music. Oh, absolutely. And you get a chance to meet him. You work the main stage. Uh, uh, I'm in the worship tent. The whole event worked with m- most of the worship artists. But I, I, I have to get over to meet you got, him. you got to come over to the, the main stage and rub some elbows. So I'm going to drop a name <laughs> on you. So, Mike, in two days, okay. I'll be in Nashville speaking to all the Christian music festival leaders from around the country. Really? About partnering with AD's Hope in 2022. You need somebody to carry your suitcase around? Well, check this, no, check this out. So I'm speaking at 9.30. It starts at 9. Guess who's doing worship that morning at 9 o'clock from 9 to 9.30? Corey Asbury. 
Are you kidding me? So check this out. So I speak from 9.30 to 10.15. There's a 15-minute break. At 10.30, I was told yesterday <laughs> by my contact, they said, oh, and after you is uh, David Smallbone and Rebecca St. James. They're going to oh, come and talk on. to everybody. And, of course, they're friends. And, and, and uh, so I'm excited to get down there to Nashville, Tennessee. That is exciting. Keep you in prayer on that. that that's going to be an exciting time. And that, just for accountability, I want you to know that I'm flying down there Monday. Well, Monday night, my favorite football team is playing in Nashville. So Ooh. you know where I'll be Monday night. Oh, you're going to be at the game. <laughs> I'm going to be at the game. <laughs> anyway, all right. Hey, thank you for joining Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days Hope where we share God-sized stories from the mission field. We don't normally talk about football and music artists. We, we want to tell, we want to share with you what God is doing. And boy, Absolutely. God is moving, Mike, yes. in Kenner, Louisiana. Oh, yes. I love that God has allowed us to be in that area of the country for the last seven weeks after Hurricane Ida. In fact, Mike, we have one of our leaders. He's a volunteer from Long View, Texas. Tom Ames is on the phone. Tom, how are you, my man? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking some time. I know it's I know you want to get out and start serving people, but Tom, how long have you been in Kenner, first of all? Uh I got here uh Wednesday the twenty eighth, I think. Okay. Okay. So the teams have been down in Louisiana for about six, seven weeks. But before we get into and talk about Hurricane Ida and the relief efforts, we want to learn more about Tom. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you, your family situation, where you're from, and then how did you hear about Eight Days of Hope? Let's start there. Okay. Um, I'm from Longview, Texas. Uh, um, I've got a, I do uh, have a business that does Corvette restoration. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just retired last week just before I came down here. All right. Uh, Congratulations. So I've uh, been looking forward to that. Uh, I've got a wife that's uh, been with me. For, well, we just had our 47th anniversary uh, oh, just a couple days ago. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, I've got three great great kids, and, and uh, I've got three grandkids. Uh, and uh, the Lord's just really blessed our family. Uh, mm. Been doing great. Uh, I first heard about uh, Eight Days of Hope probably about 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, a fellow from our church was, was asked about Eight Days of Hope and invited me to go along on a trip, and, and I started out uh, going and, and have gone every chance I got. Uh, of course, working, I wasn't able to go as much as I like. Now now retired, I'm, I'm really looking forward oh, to being able to do a lot more fantastic. work with Eight Days of Hope. So, Tom, what are some of the projects you work on like, like go back to the first the beginning when you first stepped on the grounds what uh, what was your experience well when we first started we were doing uh we were in uh oh i believe it was alabama and we were doing uh tornado damage hackleberg and, alabama and, hackleberg yep yep and uh and uh we were rebuilding rebuilding houses there that had been uh tornado damaged and and uh and uh, the first one we went to was a, a rebuild-type uh, trip, and, and uh, there's some houses that had a lot of damage, and we went in and, and rebuilt structure and roofs and and, uh, and interior work. And, and uh, boy, the tornadoes just really devastate a house. And, uh, and it was really kind of exciting to be able to go in and, and serve people and, and, and honor God with, with uh, the work we did there. So you went to Hackleburg, Alabama. That I think was in 2014 ish. 
I believe is because there's some tornadoes that went through the Smithville area, maybe a little bit before that, Smithville, Mississippi, yeah. Hackleburg, Alabama. We actually deployed, Mike, we were based out of uh, Mississippi, okay. but we sent teams 30 miles away to Hackleburg, Alabama, and really worked in two different communities. Tom, I don't know if you know that this, but when we went to Hackleburg, Alabama, they had a jean-making company, mm-hmm. a company that made jeans, and I'll never oh. forget, Tom, driving into Hackleburg, Two days after the tornado, there were thousands of pairs of jeans in the trees. In the trees. Wow. Yes, because the factory had, it, it, part of it, it was blown away. Sure. And all the, the, the pairs of jeans, I mean, you, you drove in and you saw all these denim jeans wow. in trees. It was really bizarre. But, Tom, I'm so thankful for you and the hundreds and thousands of volunteers that went to Mississippi and Alabama to help families. How did it feel, Tom? You know, you wake up in the morning and and you end up partnering and serving with 10, 12, 20 volunteers at a job site. These are people you really don't know. How hard is it to come together to rebuild a house in eight days? Actually, it's pretty easy. Uh, You know, we're we're all there for a common reason, and, and it's there's no there's no competition between people. Everybody just works together as a team because we're all trying to just serve the Lord, do it, do the best we can, and and that makes it really easy to come together because we're we're there for a common purpose, and we meet some really great people and and develop some really long term friendships along the way, and uh, each time we come back, it's like coming back to family and working working together with people you just known feels like you're all your life. Uh, so it's really, really pretty easy to work and, and, and a lot of fun. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to Tom Ames. He's in Kenner, Louisiana, one of the 181 volunteer leaders with the ministry. Um, no one pays him. He pays his own way to travel the country. Mm-hmm. And, Tom, now that you're retired, I know that you've been in many places with us. I'm excited to hear that. That's good news for the ministry and good good news for those in need. Tom, what other states and places have you gone with Eight Days of Hope? And and when you go, and, and I know there's a rebuilding arm, and there's an arm that's in Kenner, Louisiana right now, helping out right after disaster. Um, maybe talk a little bit about which one you enjoy more and why. Okay, uh, we've been in a lot of different states. We were in Nashville, Tennessee, when they had their big floods down there. Uh, we, we've been in uh, North Carolina and South Carolina. Uh, we're in Opelika, Alabama, when they had tornadoes there. Um, oh, we've been in uh, Arkansas, Oklahoma, um, some in Texas. Well, we've spent forever in Texas and Houston. Uh, we were down there five different times doing rebuilds and rapid response and and, and uh, assessing damages and stuff. Uh, uh, been a lot of places. Been been, been a lot of fun. Uh, the part I enjoy the most, I, I really enjoy tree work. So so we end up a lot of times with hurricanes or tornadoes. Uh, uh, spend a lot of time doing tree work. We're in Lake Charles for three different times this uh, last year when that, when they had the different hurricanes come through and I did a lot of work there. But uh, my, my favorite thing to do is, is uh, do tree work, cut trees, and, and uh, clear out trees and limbs and stuff like that. So I think I saw you, Tom, in, in one of the pictures up in this bucket truck real high, and I'm, I'm getting dizzy just looking at the picture. Is that what you do, get yeah. up on these big bucket trucks with your chainsaw? Yep. What's that yeah, like? That's, that's what we've been doing. Oh, it's, it's not, not too bad if you, you know, if you don't, if, if high, as long as you don't, not bothered by heights. Uh, uh, it's really kind of a lot of fun. 
uh, it, it's interesting to be able to do that, and, sure. and uh, sometimes a little spooky, depending on the situation. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so, so in order to go, so you're going in a lift. We have, Mike, we have a couple lifts that go as high as 55 feet oh, in the on. air. Really? Yeah. So we can take trees uh, off our high, house, a uh, house. So Tom, as a volunteer leader, I mean, you're operating a, a piece of equipment that costs fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000. Mm-hmm. Um, did you go through any type of training to do that? Or did someone just give you the keys and say, go at it? Oh, no, they have, they have training for everything. And good. eight days, <laughs> That's it's good. great about it. They're great about training, and, and the, the their real main focus of the training is on safety. They want to be sure everything everybody does, That's not good. only able to take care of the equipment, but, but keep people safe themselves as they work, and, and especially the people on the ground around them, uh, because there's from that height, there's you know no telling where, where limbs can go, so we have to be real careful with people on the ground that, that we keep them back and keep them away and, and keep everything safe. You know, Mike, we have done about $57 million of work now for free. Eight Days of Hope has. We're in Kenner, Louisiana today. We just wrapped up our seventh safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking today in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Tom, the most dangerous thing that we do, the most dangerous thing we do is tree work. And safety, and thank you, great answer. Safety is very important. So I always tell people, you came with 10 fingers, we want you to leave with 10 fingers, right? <laughs> I mean, yes, exactly. We, yes. we don't want anyone to get hurt. Now, I don't know why, Mike, but they won't give me a chainsaw. I know why. why? I won't say it over the air. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, say, they say I'm too hyper, I move around too quick. But, Tom, I've seen you in action, brother. It, it, it's almost like a science project when you look at a tree and you're working with other volunteers and you're trying to take a tree off a house. Because when you cut something, Mike, on a right. tree, and you probably know this, mm-hmm. it changes the weight and the pressure and things start snapping and moving. Right. Um, Tom, it seems like you spend as much time calculating with the team of how to do something before you do it. Um, is, is What's the reason behind that? Is it is it purely safety? Is it so you don't cause further damage? What, what's going through your mind as you're navigating what are the steps you need to take on that particular project? Well, it, it's it's a combination of a lot of things. When when they train us, they, they teach us how to evaluate a tree and, and exactly how to look at the different leaves and, and, and the, the way the tree is weighted and, and uh, how it's going to fall and, and, uh, and make, make those determinations. And then, then we, when, we, when we've looked at it and, and kind of assessed it, then we develop a, a plan for cutting the tree so we know specifically how we're going to do it and what we're going to do. And, and we kind of talk about that amongst each other so everybody understands what's going on. And, and then we're able to go ahead and, and make the cut and, and uh, fall the tree and, and do it safely. And in, in doing that, we have to consider uh, any hazards or obstacles or any problems there might be and, and, and be sure we can cut it to avoid any problems uh, whatsoever. Uh, we had a tree yesterday we were cutting, and there was a, a, a gas meter close to it. So we, had, we looked at oh, that wow. and decided to disconnect the gas, take the meter out to get it out of the way, and then then fall the tree in a way it would wow. fall it as, as much as possible away from that that gas mm. line because it was a uh, it was a hazard we we just want to keep people safe and 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 didn't want to create a dangerous situation talking to tom ames down in kenner louisiana he's a volunteer leader with eight days of hope we're down there helping out with those in the aftermath of hurricane ida 
Um, Tom, it's been a crazy year for the Ministry of Eight Days Hope. I was saying earlier before we brought you on, you know, we've been to Kentucky and Tennessee and Louisiana and Alabama and Mississippi and Iowa and New York and Texas and now Louisiana and South Dakota. I mean, I can go on and on and on. But we couldn't do what we've been called to do if people like you, Tom, don't show up. Hmm. I mean, Tom, you're you're an amazing leader. Uh, You're very conscientious. Um, you, you, you know, it's, it's, I, I love watching you and others do what God's called you to do. And you said you just retired. Speak to, for, to the listeners out there, um, share with the listeners who maybe are in their fifties or sixties and they're trying to figure out what do I do now? My career is winding down. You know, I'd like to make food and, you know, or I like to handle a chainsaw or I'm, I'm willing to give back. God use me uh, with a ministry Uh, maybe like 80s hope speak to those listening today tom and share with them why you think they should join up with a ministry like 80s hope and what does that do when you go out and serve people in need what goes through you personally when you leave exhausted so maybe share those two angles please sure um you know i've uh, i was real hesitant to retire because i did you know, I'm. Uh, I like. I've got to stay busy. Uh, I'm constantly in motion. I, and the thought of just all of a sudden quitting and not having a thing to do is kind of in- intimidating. And and one of the things that that kind of made me decide to go ahead and retire was my involvement in Eight Days of Hope because mm. it's a way I can. You know, I'm real good with my hands, but but I got to be working. I got to be doing something. Right. In, in the yeah. thought of sitting around, and this just gives me the opportunity to use uh, the gifts God has given me to to serve and, and, and work and, and uh, uh, being able to serve with Eight Days of Hope was a, a, had a big part in my decision to go ahead and retire uh, because I was excited about the opportunity to go out and serve people and help. And, and like I say, when, when we come to these events, it's just like being with family. And, and so it's a lot of fun. It's something we look forward to. Uh, it really gives you a, a, a sense of purpose. Uh, uh, mm. You know, you, we all want to feel like we belong and we have purpose. And, and, and being able to come out and serve people that are in need. And, and my goodness, some of these people, you, you come and look at their homes and look at the situations they're in. And you, your heart just goes out to them. I mean, you just feel so sorry for them in the, in the position they're in. They just, everything's been taken away from them. And, and, uh, and it's really a lot of fun, and it's just, it really gives you a, a, a sense of fulfillment to be able to come out and, and do something for these people and, and, and help them out and, and be a part of something that's, that's so much bigger than we are. And, and uh, you know, and God protects us. He watches mm-hmm. a little rough, and, and we see him work every day in, in the things we do and, and, and the, the way people's lives are blessed and, and the way we're able to speak speak into people's lives because of what we're there to do. Uh, um you know, it's uh, it's so much easier to talk to people about God when they have a need, and all of a sudden they're they're sure. helpless and they there's they have nowhere to turn, and and you can present God to them and, and tell them you're, you're not alone, you're not you're not Amen. here by yourself. Uh, uh, God's here to help you, and, and He's put us in this position to to serve you, and and uh, it really it Same. really makes a great witness. So, Tom, retirement isn't a couch situation. <laughs> it's it's really yeah. a change of job is really what it is. And I like what you said. It's very fulfilling. Not, not, not that your previous career wasn't fulfilling, but this takes it to another level when you serve and help people, doesn't it? Oh, it really 
really does. Uh, that that was one of the things that you know I've I've been in church all my life and and always wanted to serve God. We've always been mis- interested in missions and stuff. And and there you know as much as I love working on cars and Corvettes, there's not a whole lot of fulfillment there when it comes to spiritual things. And so I always felt, boy, I just really wish I could do something more and and just be able to give more and and you know all my life I've, I've felt like you know i wish i could do the things i love to do and just not have to worry about getting paid for it <laughs> and, <laughs> you're in the right place <laughs> i hear you i hear you operating a chainsaw and, and, and a sixty thousand dollar piece of equipment i get it man you've thought about yeah. that for 40 years and now you get a chance to do it yeah yeah and and, and so it's really a lot of fun and, and it, you know, it's, just, it's a whole different sense of fulfillment than you mm. get than i got from from wow. working cars because we're doing something for god's kingdom and, and and that means so much more than, than uh, you know, a lot of other things. Sure. We're talking to Tom Ames, and you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We travel the country and we help out families in need after natural disasters. We have now helped 7,500 families rebuild their homes mm-hmm. for, for free. free. All in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Tom, uh, we have to go to break. And when we come back, you mentioned a word about, you know, everyone's looking for purpose in life. I want to talk a little bit more about purpose in life. Can you hang out just for a couple more minutes with us? Great. Um, I want to talk to you about purpose in life. And then I also want to talk a little bit about that eight days of hope family that I've heard you mention like three, four times because it's real. 45,000 people across the country who have traveled with us on a moment's notice. It's always free. We provide food and lodging, and we're going to be in Kenner, Louisiana. We want to talk about Kenner, Louisiana, Hurricane Ida when we come back from the break. We're going to be there for another week, right to the 23rd, maybe longer. Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Volunteer. Read the FAQs. We'd love you to come hang out with us. You do need to be 18 because it's an active disaster site, but a skilled, less skilled, male, female, uh, older, younger, um, we, we'd love to have you serve with us. Go to 8dayshope.com to volunteer or to donate, 8dayshope.com. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Hurricane Ida and the relief efforts going down in Kenner, Louisiana. You're listening to Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? 8 Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com.
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Corey Asbury singing Reckless Love. I had to throw that in there, Mike, because in, in just three days, I'm going to be hanging out with 40 people, worshiping with Corey Asbury. Oh, Corey that's Asbury. exciting. That I mean, what a life, exciting. right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I get real excited um, just awesome to do things like that. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Hey, welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And we travel the country. And we help families in need, either with food, tarping of a roof, building a home, building a safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking. We help out families after natural disasters and also those in need after human disasters. Go to 8dayshope.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to learn more about the ministry. But today we're talking to Tom Ames. He's down in Kenner, Louisiana, at Church of the King. Tom, let's talk a little bit about um, the, the hurricane before we wrap up with you. Um so, you know, you've been to many disasters and, and just driving around in Kenner, Louisiana and helping people. What are you seeing? Not only the, the destruction, but what the families you're interacting with. What are you sensing talking to some of these families? Well, there's, there's you know, of course, anytime you, you have a major loss in your life, there's there's just a lot of hurt, you know, and a lot of uncertainty. Um, uh Boy, that if you you start talking to these people and, and they just get emotional really quickly because mm-hmm. a big part of their life has been been sure. just kind of taken away or, mm-hmm. or or destroyed and and uh, and you just really want to feel like you, you can do something for them. You just really hurt for them, and uh, um, a lot a lot of people that that have not only their own homes but but homes with their family and friends and other people uh, destroyed and. And so it's it's just kind of overwhelming for them, uh, and we've seen so much destruction here. Just huge trees come down, and and uh, and well, we've seen some of them just completely crush houses, and and it's everything they own is gone. So Tom, so, uh, people are really hurting. When you mention that, yes, people are really hurting. A special story comes to your mind that you know some interaction you've had with uh, with some folks. Um, we talked to, uh, uh, we were out, we've been out assessing, uh, for a couple of days and, and, and talking to a lot of people and, and, uh, talked to a lady, um, well, I guess it was two days ago when, and, uh, she, her, her house had been pretty well destroyed. It, it, the roof was, was damaged badly. Of course, the, 
rain came in and 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 uh, dropped all our ceilings and you know soaked mm. the walls and all our furniture was destroyed and and uh, she had her children that were living with her and uh, I think they were pretty much living off of her more and uh, and she uh, when the house was damaged and didn't have a place to stay they they uh, picked up one somewhere else and just kind of left her and and so it was it was not only the heartbreak of of losing her house, but her the kids family. really, really didn't care much, and uh, they yeah. weren't there for her, and so they just kind of up and walked off and got a better deal, and and so it was a, a real personal hurt for her at the same time, uh, and so uh, we prayed with her, and and uh, you know she just she just really kind of broke down and 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 uh, was crying and, and and upset about everything that happened to her, and and. Uh, we prayed with her. She, she seemed to feel better. We they, they went back yesterday and and did the work on her house and and uh, we we were able to talk to her again yesterday afternoon uh, and uh, she, she was just so thankful that that someone cared for her. Uh, wow. You know, she of course she was thankful to get her get the work done in her house, but she was just really thankful that there's somebody out there that cared enough to come help her out and and, and made her feel. Pers- uh, yeah, personal sense, touch. Sense of yeah. worth, yeah. Uh-huh. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're sharing some God-sized stories from the mission field, talking to Tom Ames in Canada, Louisiana. Volunteers are serving with Eight Days of Hope through October 23rd. If you are able to come on down, it's free. We provide food and lodging. Go to 8daysofhope.com. You know, Mike, I was thinking while Tom was talking, you know, people doing the right thing in life their family's intact they're working they're you know they're giving back to the world Mm -hmm. their community and then to no fault of their own a hurricane second strongest hurricane ever to hit louisiana Mm -hmm. and mike no one's talking about it anymore i know we're you know we're talking and i get it we're talking about pandemic we're talking about budgets we're talking about elections we're talking about sports we're talking about our, our kids i right i get all that but there are there are tens of thousands of families in Louisiana that need help, and this mm-hmm. is the perfect time for the church to show up and lend a helping hand. And you have an opportunity to do that with Eight Days of Hope. Go to the website eightdaysofhope.com. But if you can't go, pray. Prayer works, Mike. I know it does. Yes, and, yes, and, yes. And, and what I love what Tom just shared is yes, they're doing work on a house. But they took the time to pray mm-hmm. for someone who, yes. to no fault of their own, life has changed dramatically. It's a personal touch as you reach out uh, to that person. And and if I could back up a, a little bit, when you just described all those things and you said, I get it. I get it, and I don't want to start a firestorm with this, but what I don't get is that why can't we... I mean, there's devastation still down there. Huh. I mean, the story time just told... Uh, about this lady and her, even their family left her. Why can't there be a little segment every single night until these things are done or at least under control that we say, hey, oh, just a reminder, you know, down in Louisiana, this is going on. I mean, that, that, who, who do I speak right. to about that? But right. that's my heart. That's why ministries like Eight Days of Hope and others are so effective and, and come out and volunteer. Like we always say, you know, pray, donate, volunteer, and you, you, we're making a difference. Yeah. Not because of who we are, but, be, 
you know, yes. And we always start with the word prayer. You know, pray, volunteer, donate. It's about praying. It's about praying for Tom. It's about praying that God opens the right door so the other volunteers and Tom can share a little bit about who God is for those who don't know him. Tom, we know of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that we've served and volunteers come to meet Jesus for the first time on a missions trip. And Tom, I know you've seen a lot of unique things. I know there's a bunch of volunteers there serving today, and I know that you're still there for a little bit more of time. But when you leave, Tom, I know you're exhausted, but just tell the listeners a little bit how you feel inside, how your heart feels, how your soul feels when you leave, knowing that you've, you've made an impact, not because of you, but because of God in you. You know, we you know after we we work pretty long hours and 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 everybody goes pretty hard and yeah you're tired but but uh, but you really don't notice that because you know we 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 come on these things and you you come assuming that that you know you're going to have an opportunity to, to be a blessing to somebody. Well, the truth is we're the ones that get the blessing. Uh, you right. know, we are so much more blessed than than the people around us because because we we've we've spent our time with God, and we spent our time with with Christian brothers and sisters and, and, and family, and, and we've got to meet, meet new people, and and, and uh, some of them aren't Christians, but some of them are, and, and boy, it's just so great to just be able to spend some time and share with these people and, and listen to the things that have happened and listen to the way that God's worked in their lives, and then at the same time, see lives changed, because uh, we, we've seen so many people that, that uh had no hope to start with, and 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 have come to know Christ through this, mm-hmm. and and just have a, a just whole change in their life come about mm-hmm. just because of the, you know, because of the circumstances, and and sometimes God just uses circumstances like this to bring people to Him. Right. Uh, we we just have to sometimes have to finally come to the end of our own rope and and, mm-hmm. and have nowhere to go to finally look up and say, okay, God, I need you. And, and you and, and, and we see that often. And Tom, and you go home changed too, don't you? Oh, absolutely! Every time, uh, you know, I go home and and uh, and and I try to explain these things to my wife, and, and I know, you know, she, she hears it, but, I know. but it, it's not the same here as it is being there and being there and doing it. Yeah. So, if you're listening today, um, listen to Tom Ames' words. I mean, here here's a volunteer leader. He's one of 181 volunteer leaders serving with eight days of hope you know today mike there's not one staff member in kenner louisiana mm. because these volunteer leaders are amazing now we we train them sure uh, they're they're very coachable they've got great hearts uh, again if you're listening today and you're looking for purpose that's the word tom used if you're looking mm. to 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 make a difference you know i i use the word legacy now you know i'm i'm 60 now and and you think as as you're in the sixth inning of your life and you're thinking okay well you think sixth inning i mean it could change tomorrow <laughs> but but you're thinking about what is what is your legacy what you know and you're not doing it to what will people remember right you're doing it to tom's point to make an impact these right. families need help hmm. they need help and you get a chance pray for those in need Consider volunteering. We're going to be in Canada, Louisiana, on October 23rd. Go to 8dayshope.com. Donate. Every dollar you donate between now and October 23rd will be spent in Louisiana. It's that simple. 100% pass through. There's no overhead. There's no bills to pay. Our partners take care of that. We have partners like American Family Radio, um, like 
Uh, I think about Destiny Worship Center in, in Florida, about the chapel in Western New York. You know, I think about um, Renaissance Bank based in Tupelo, Mississippi, loves what 8 Days Hope does. Mm. So if you want to donate, you can donate online at 8dayshope.com, become a monthly partner, or mail a donation to P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Mike, we've got to do this. We try to do this oh, all the yes. time. Can you take a minute and pray for Tom sure. and the volunteers that are helping out in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida? Father, first of all, we say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for volunteers like Tom yes. with, with just his heart sold out to Jesus and the talents and gifts that you've given yes. him that he'll, he wants to use for your glory. And there are all the volunteers, many volunteers are like that. Thank you for all those who have showed up in Louisiana and just to give of themselves, give of their time. Father, I pray that you give Tom a blessing physically, yes, Lord. mentally, strengthen him uh, emotionally, financially touch him. Thank you for his new venture of retirement now. And uh, when he does go home, uh, just refresh him and restore him for the next event that you'll call him to. Yes, we thank you for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Tom, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Tom, thank you so much for spending some time. I know you're itching to get out. Um, 60 second commercial. Uh, we're going to close here, Tom. You have a chance for 60 seconds to tell the listeners why they should take a leap of faith and volunteer with Eight Days of Hope. Uh, on your mark, you set, go. Well, anybody with, with any kind of talent, there, there's something here for you to do. Uh, we, we've got people that, that anywhere from cutting very technical trees to people uh, washing clothes and, and, and helping others, uh, people providing meals, cooking, and, and, and there's just something here for everyone. Uh, if you really want to feel like God's working in your life and, and you're, you're making a difference to people and, and people that, that really need it, uh, these, these, these aren't people that uh, uh, just, uh, it's an option. These are, these are people that have deep needs, that spiritual as, as well as physical. And, and boy, this is just a great opportunity to come and make a difference in life and, and, and uh, let your light shine for God and, and just be a real testimony in, in everything you do and say. So, uh, boy, if you got an opportunity and, and can come, take advantage of it. it, it, it you'll be blessed by it. So, Tom, do you have a stopwatch in your hand? Because you're like at 59 and a half seconds, brother. <laughs> I, I tell you, Mike, you better stay on your game because I think Tom wants to be sitting next to me I on the show. I think so. I'm, I'm being challenged this morning. Yeah. Tom, we love you. I love you, brother. I'm, I'm a better person because I know you, Tom. You're, mm-hmm. you're an amazing uh, young man and um, young man in my eyes. I know that you and I are, you know, we're, we're getting up there. But, you know, what's kind of neat, too, I'll, before I let Tom go. So Tom lives in Longview, Texas. Okay. I love how God connects the dots. So I lived in Tupelo, Mississippi for 20 years. And the church we belonged to, our pastor's name was Sam Shaw. Sam became a volunteer leader with AD's Hope. So he was one of about 20 leaders when, mm-hmm. when we thought we were growing. Now we're at 181, <laughs> right? And Sam has retired. And yet... At, at Tom's church, which David Fisher, one of our other leaders, goes there as well, uh-huh. uh, they're looking for a pastor, and they brought an interim pastor in to kind of fill the void. And guess who's preaching in Longview, oh, Texas? Sam Shaw. Sounds like Sam. That's yeah. fantastic. Tom, give Sam a hug for me. I love him. Him and Ruthie, oh, uh, great people. They're great people. They, yeah, they, they are. are. Enjoy mm-hmm. Tom, God bless you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Okay. Y'all have, have a blessed day. You too, brother. Tom Ames down in Kenner, Louisiana. Mm-mm, Mike mm-mm. serving with hundreds of volunteers from around the country, loving and serving the brokenhearted. When you think back to the conversation with Tom, 
What goes through your mind? What are the, some of the key points that you'll kind of hold on to after the show today? Well, first of all, uh, on the serious note, he, you know, he's just very solid, very solid in his thinking, very methodical, very, uh, and he, he really has the heartbeat of, of a servant of, of Jesus and using this, his, and, and I don't mean, now on the other side, I was, his calculations, I, I was laughing because, you know, how he cuts the tree and looked at it this way. I'm thinking, and I didn't want to say anything, you know, that, you know, I went through the training and they kept me. Just anything on the ground you can cut. <laughs> so that's a yellow cutter. We have yellow cutters, blue and red. Tom's a red. Yeah. So Tom can go in that lift that goes 55 feet up in the air that's something and else. takes trees off of homes. And it doesn't mean that we've got it all figured out. I don't know of another ministry that does that. Right. Now, again, tree work is the hardest and most dangerous thing that it we is. do. We rebuild homes for free. We we make food and and, 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 and feed people. We we tarp roofs. We gut out homes that flood. But tree work is very dangerous. And here's Tom. Sure. He retires so he can travel more with eight days of hope. Mm-hmm. That's the heartbeat of the leadership team. Mike. Absolutely. And I like what he said, that uh, you'll be trained. So if you're out there and you'd like to do some of this, you say, I always wanted to do that. Well, come out. You'll get a chance to do it after you've been trained. So right. it'll be safe. and uh, But you'll be able to just be fulfilled because you're serving. So let's talk a couple minutes about the chainsaw work. Um, so if you're out there listening today and, you know, um, you know, you've done chainsaw work in the past, you're a handyman, handy woman, and you want to learn more, you would come and you would volunteer and we start you out, you go through training and that allows you to have a yellow badge. A yellow badge right. is somebody who can cut a tree that is on the ground. Um, and of course, sure. you've got space between you and the other cutters. And then we have people that pull the limbs to the curb. So someone like me, they won't give a chainsaw to. <laughs> I can pull the limbs to the curb. So that's the yellow cutter. The, the blue cutter is someone who can cut a tree down that when the tree falls, it can't hit anything. So right. it's, it's damaged from the tornado, the hurricane. It's dead. It's mm-hmm. cracked in half. It needs to be brought down. Right. When you cut it, it can't hit a shed, a house, a fence, a tree, a, a pool. Right. And so that's the blue cutters. Okay. The red cutters, they are they do the most dangerous type of work. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that take the trees off the homes, the tree that's hanging over a fence or another person's property or over uh, you know, a garage with parked right. cars inside. Absolutely. Um, and so there's three different levels. And so if maybe you work and you do chainsaw work, very quickly you will be noticed and you will be promoted. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you won't take days and weeks. But for those who've never operated a chainsaw and you're like, you know what? Uh, I don't want to operate a chainsaw. Great. Come serve with us. You can make food. You can tarp roofs. You can gut out homes. You can drag the trees to the curb. You can do laundry. We have a laundry trailer that we yes. take to the flooding areas, right. and, and we do laundry. Can you do laundry, Mike? I can do laundry. Uh, you'll see all those suds and, and, and coming out of it. No, I'm kidding. I can do laundry. Yeah. So, so if that's you today, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, and maybe you can't go to Kennedy, Louisiana this next week. That's all right. Just submit your email address, and we'll let you know wherever we go. Hmm. Get involved. Uh, the the just the re the theme that's coming out with with this particular uh, show is that you'll be fulfilled when you, when you get out and serve, and uh, so just go to the website, get your name, 
put your email in. We won't blow your email up, <laughs> but you'll just get all the notices of what's happening. And I'm sure once you get your name into the system that when you get an email on, on a situation that's going on, mm. you're going to be stirred. Your heart's going to, you know, God's going to touch your heart because he wants to fill you. He wants to make you satisfied with your life. And, and, and I'm sure you've, everyone has got great things going on or maybe not so. This is a way as you give, it's going to be given to you. And as you serve, you're going to be fulfilled. Isn't that true? Amen. I tell volunteers, you're going to leave exhausted, but your hearts are going to be full. I mean, you're going to be tired. I mean, this That's is it. this is not easy work. You mm-hmm. know, and, and you know, every morning and, and every evening we start with worship and devotion. We're going to feed you really good. You're going to meet friends from around the country, but you will leave changed, changed. So there'll be things in your heart and your mind that will carry you for just yeah. When you say changed, you'll get up in the morning. You'll remember what some of the things that happened. You'll go through your day. If something doesn't go right, you're going to remember, Amen. and you're going to be just lifted up. Amen. Mike, we, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I want to tease the listeners. Mike, you you are in the know, but, but we are about four to six weeks away from making a major announcement, mm, yes. a major announcement yes, yes, that yes. we are launching a brand new arm of the Ministry of mm. Eight Days of Hope. We're going to do it right around Thanksgiving time. We're very thankful. Yep. I'm he's rubbing chills. his arms because he's got chills. goosebumps. Your hair's standing up. I see it. Yeah. And we're just going to tell you that if you're not comfortable cutting a tree or getting on a roof, we've got another arm of the ministry that we are going to be sharing with the world in about four to six weeks that will kick off in 2022 and you will find a place to serve on this arm of the ministry. I can't wait. So stay tuned to your local. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, this is so exciting. Hope rain show, yes. Oh, my gosh. we I can't wait. Right around Thanksgiving time uh, when we do our year-end annual ask and we start painting the picture of where the ministry is headed, a brand-new arm of Eight Days of Hope is going to be launching, and there is a spot for you, right. the listener. God is at work, and he's using you, uh, and he's using eight days of hope. So really get your name into the system and stay in tune. Keep in tune to the shows. You're going to be updated on everything that's going on, including Steve going to Nashville, hanging out with all these artists. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, that report. Yeah, I know. That's, that's going to be fun, too. Um, so thankful for our, our national partners. I think about Grace Church in southeast Houston, uh, Pastor Booth down there, Garrett Booth and his wife, Andrea, just so thankful for their partnership with 8 Days Hope. We've been partnered with them since Hurricane Harvey. That's where we rebuilt, gosh, 1,108 homes in three eight-day periods. Uh, that was a lot of fun uh, being down there. Just want to give them a shout-out. Uh, also want to shout-out, um, again, just another, to me, a, another ministry. Uh, the Joyce mm-hmm. Myers Ministries, they have a sub-arm of their ministry called Hand of Hope. Okay. And so so thankful for Hand of Hope they continue to sow into the ministry of Eight Days Hope as well. But hey, we got to wrap up today. But I want to thank you for joining us today. It's been a, a pleasure hanging out and, and hearing from Tom. Uh, Mike, you got a big week ahead, or is it is it quiet for you? It's slowed down a little, but okay. don't you know you know you don't say anything with your life. Just look at your phone, and something's changed within you know an hour. <laughs> but it, it's looking good. I hear you, man. The last two weeks, I've been to Louisiana and South Dakota. Oh, one last thing before we wrap up: our next safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking is yes. going to be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in November. Exciting! And so uh, we have skilled volunteers because on those outreaches. We take skilled handyman, handywomen, uh, contractors, people who are gifted with their hands only, 
And so again, if you want to learn more about that ministry, just email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. Safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. But uh, I'm excited to get to Philly here uh, next month. Can't wait. Sounds good. Yeah, it's, it's exciting it's what gonna, God is doing. It's going to be fun. Father, we thank you for this mm-hmm. morning. We thank yes. you for Tom and the team down in Louisiana. We thank you for those who are leaving South Dakota today who have served over the last couple of weeks building a 13,000-square-foot building, mm-hmm. Father. They'll be used for decades to come to help out those rescued from sex yes. trafficking. Thank you, Father, for our leaders, our volunteers, our partners. Father, we thank you for those who sow into the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. Father, I thank you for our board of directors. I thank you for uh, American Family Radio, WDCX, yes. Yes. and all those who help us get the word out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And and Amen. Well, God bless y'all. Well, we will talk to you next Saturday. Join us at the same time here. Uh, you've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.